If you consider yourself a disruptor or an aspiring disruptor, you need to check out the Disruptors Leadership Academy, which starts on August 13th, that was created by yours truly and my badass colleague, DEI consultant, Abiola Bala. This 12-session online program is for leaders, professionals, and those committed to interrupting oppressive systems in their work and care to learn, unlearn, and relearn what it means to disrupt and dismantle beyond performative actions, explore sustainable methods that maximize impact and minimize burnout, and uplift their self-care in a manner that will support their labor and healing. We created the Disruptors Leadership Academy because we know how lonely and how deep the burnout can be. And yet this work in a sustainable way is necessary in the workplace. Whether you are an employee in an organization or are self-employed, the Disruptors Leadership Academy is here to hold you and guide you through. Get the program information and apply at https colon slash slash bit dot lee slash dla You're listening to The Humaning Podcast with real conversations as we call bullshit on everything capitalism, the patriarchy, and white supremacy culture has duped us into believing about self-care, mental health, fitness, wellness, and all things life. I am Steph Galante, and I created this show to support badass people doing solidarity work in pursuit of disrupting these systems in their lives and communities. Together, we'll discuss how systems of oppression are keeping us unwell and disconnected from ourselves and each other, and how to best support you in creating more aligned self-care practices that will help you human more easily. It's the shit we need to talk about. Hey there. How's your heart today? For me, lately and strangely, (laughs) I've been feeling uncertain about things I'm usually certain about and grounded in ways that, and ways and in things that I'm normally unsettled about. (laughs) I don't know what's going on. Um, I'm sure there's an answer for this that I haven't um, looked into. And it's really odd, but... I've been witnessing it all and moving through all of it with curiosity, some judgment and impatience, I'll be honest, and a continual offering of space. And for sure, 100%, my truth is that the presence of curiosity and offering of space, these practices are really new places for me to be in. Um, So I'm really grateful for all of the inner work I've done to arrive at this place of being. I know that this is just part of the journey. It's not over yet. Um, And I'm doing my best to be compassionate when I realize I'm being judgy and impatient with myself. Um, I've been reading a bit more, playing cards, uh, enjoying morning walks when it's cool (laughs) here in New Jersey. And I've been laying in bed more, um, these are things that have been really nourishing for me, nurturing for me, um, grounding, and also spacious. And I've been really fortunate to have some incredibly nourishing conversations with dear friends recently. And so feeling grateful for all of this to support me as I kind of navigate this weird-ass place I'm in. And I'm curious what's been resourcing you these days. It doesn't have to be a long list. It could be one thing. Um, 
It doesn't have to be anything that costs money or takes a lot of time. Remember that there's so much at our disposal if we get out of our way (laughs) enough. Um, So I'm coming to you this week, um, this, what is it, the second week of July. And um, I'm actually recording this on Thursday, the 13th. Normally I'm recording ahead of time and we air on the Tuesday. But like I said, it's been a weird time and I've kind of just been sitting in that. Um, Yesterday, Wednesday the 12th, was... Our, our gathering, which is the monthly meeting of the people who are enrolled in the Holistic Self-Care Collective. And we gather monthly to connect to, it's a guided facilitation session um, that has a different focus each month based on whatever our self-care focus is for the month. And it's a space that I open with the intention of contemplation um, for my clients. And so yesterday's gathering was dedicated to a check-in. Now, I wanted to offer this to you because it was really impactful for myself, for the, my clients that are in the collective. And I thought, you know, I had something else planned for this week's episode and this just felt right. This felt like what I needed to offer to you. And so I know that, um, at the end of spring and the beginning of summer, I offered you like a whole episode's worth (laughs) of contemplation and reflection questions. So you might be reflected out, but here's the thing, friends. When we are living or in the process, the journey of learning to live with self-awareness, it's a constant state of inquiry, right? There's not really a time when we can be on autopilot or just going through the motions. Now, sometimes we have to, right? Coping, whether it's in order to just make it through this thing. And I get that. So I'm not poo-pooing that at all. Please know. But in order to be aware, we have to be tuned in and we have to be tuned in to what we are experiencing. Whether or not we can meet ourselves there in the moment, that's a different story, right? But we have to be present and we have to be curious. It, that's like a non-negotiable, honestly. And we have to come to points of inquiry pretty often. And so if you are feeling a little resistant to this, I totally understand. And I offer you the opportunity to just hear out these questions I have for you to consider and come to them later or wait on this episode until you've got the space for it. But I encourage you also to not enter the inquiry right here, right now, and then let that be it. I encourage you to allow this inquiry to kind of take shape and be something that is mobile and fluid that you can come back to time and time again today tomorrow whenever it is that you're listening to this in any of the days ahead because the reality is you might put a period on some things but it's not a final period and how you feel about a question today may be different from how you feel about it tomorrow 
and circumstances may change in in weeks time right so let this be kind of an open-ended situation for yourself if you will and so the first check-in I have for you today is a summer check-in now summer season has been going on for what like three weeks some of you though depending on where you live in the country and in the world you may be in like a summer mode since the middle of May Uh, depending on how your job or your family dynamics, if you have children who are school-aged, whatever it is, you may have been in a summer mode since the middle of May. Here in New Jersey, my children don't get out of school. My husband's not done teaching school until, you know, the middle of June. And so for us, our summer mode really began June 20th. But I know that some of you have been in summer mode for a month already before that. And so the question I have for you, whether you're, you've been in summer mode for quite a while or just kind of settling into it now, how is summer landing for you? And I'm curious, as you recognize how summer's landing for you, I'm curious how does that compare to your sankalpa for this season because remember at the end of spring in the beginning of summer in the glitch period the beginning of June I was asking you like how do you want to feel in the summer how do you want to experience life what are your needs and your desires that's what sankalpa is right honoring acknowledging what it is that your heart is saying it needs what you know the call from your soul and how you go about actually living that And so I'm curious whether you made like an actual sankalpa where you wrote it down or you said it definitively in your mind or maybe it was simply just listening and recognizing what it is that your heart needed but you didn't like officially like, you know, say it or have it witnessed or anything, right? Like how does how summer is landing for you compare to that need that you noticed? And maybe you're new to the show and you didn't have a sankapa. So I'm curious, if you think back to the end of May, beginning of June, what were you feeling like you needed? What was the call from deep inside of you? And how does that compare to how life is landing for you these days? Is there a disconnect? Were you hoping to feel one way and you're feeling another way? Meaning like you were hoping to feel this way, but instead you're kind of feeling this way and it's not at all what you wanted and not in a good way. Or maybe it's turned out better than you imagined. The questions I have for you following up on this is why is life landing the way it is? Now, I have to be honest And you know I'm always honest, right? When it comes to life unfolding, not a way that we hoped for, especially when it kind of like doesn't go according to our plan, like in a bad way, we are often, not all of us, some of us, I should say, some of us are really hard on ourselves. And when I say some of us, I mean me, (laughs) right? And, And some of us put a lot of pressure on ourselves to do things a certain way, to achieve certain things, whether it's like in work and like, like achieve, achieve or doing certain things, um, And life does not always unfold the way we want it to. And here's the thing. We have responsibility for how things turn out, but also there's a lot of shit that's not in our control. 
And so when I ask you, like if things are not going according to your plan and like not in a good way, yes, of course, consider the ways you are responsible, but also consider all the ways you're not and let yourself off the damn hook, right? And if summer is landing well for you, even if that was unexpected, why is it? How is that happening? And what needs to continue to happen so that you continue to come to life in this way? And if life is not lifing the way you want, if you are not experiencing summer and life the way you want to, what is within your control to begin to shift and change? It may not, and this is what I always say, the what is in your power may not be big enough or impactful enough in your mind to create the exact shift and change in experience that you want ultimately. But friends, here's the thing. Some is better than none. And oftentimes these little things we can do that are in our in like in our control, they are often much more impactful than we give them credit for. So I encourage you to really consider the possibilities here. And then the next question I have for you is, you know, spotlighting your summer morning routine and your summer daily rhythm. How is it all going? Remember, I have been saying to you in the past episodes, with your morning routine, it's really important, a really great um, method of support for yourself is to allow your, especially if your summer schedule, your summer responsibilities, your summer just lifestyle, if it is quite different than the other nine months of the year, yes, lean into that, but also consider a framework that does not change too much from the rest of the months of the year. And the reason is to avoid that feeling as you're heading back to, you know, as the summertime is dwindling for you and you're getting closer to that return to the normal schedule, the rigorousness, all the things, that you don't go through that anxiety-filled situation, that avoidance situation um, of, gosh, how am I going to do this? How am I going to get back on the horse and do all the things that I haven't been doing for a couple months? So the idea is in the summer, yes, lean into the leisure, open space for yourself, but also not allow the framework to be so different from the rest of the year that then you have that anxiety and that like perpetual Sunday scaries feel for a few weeks leading up to when things go back to what it usually is. Same thing with your daily rhythm. And remembering that with your daily rhythm, if you go back to the last couple episodes, a big piece of summer daily rhythm is, you know, maintaining our coolness and our mellowness from the inside out, which really does come from an established daily rhythm. Yes, go enjoy yourself. Yes, be spontaneous. At the same time, we have to pause. We have to spend time alone. We have to spend quiet time quietly. We have to spend time connected to ourselves. How is all of that going? How is it going to, in terms of adjusting based on how you're feeling, whatever it is that you're doing, whether it's exercise, whether it's what you're eating, whether it is anything, what you say no to, what you say yes to, how is that going? Where do you need support? 
from yourself, from others? What is one small step in that direction? If things are going really well, how, what's your plan for maintaining in a sustainable way? Now we'll switch gears a little bit to a mid-year check-in. Now, if you've been around since the beginning of this podcast, um, you know, we've talked about time, we've talked about the calendar and, you know, my need, my calling to kind of divest from this January 1st as the start of the year, the, you know, the jump start to like doing all the things and the resolution and hitting the ground running and, you know, December 31st being like the end of everything that we have to have, everything tied up, everything accomplished or else we failed. So though, <laughs> you know, with all of that, Technically, if we're going by, you know, the calendar of January to December, we are now midway through the year. So I'm curious if you have the space to reflect on your journey of living your Sankalpa for this year. What's been working? What hasn't been? Why for both of those? What's been working and why and what's not been working and why? Are there any adjustments that need to be made? Maybe you didn't make a sankalpa. Remember we talked about this in end of December, how a sankalpa is different from a resolution. Resolution is typically ego-oriented. It has a lot to do with what dominant culture tells us we need to be and do and how we must be just simply live in this world. It has a lot to do with achievement, but sankalpa is a, is honoring a way of being. Yes, it could be goal-oriented, but it is from a need within your soul versus what society is saying that you need to be and do and have. And so the commitment is different, right? A sankapa is there and we are, are moving through it and towards it and living it as we are flexible in the ways that we come to honoring it versus rigidity and discipline for a resolution. And so you might find that you didn't make one. Maybe you made one in February or March. Or maybe you just made one. That's cool. How's it going? What adjustments need to be made? Because the reality is it's a living, breathing thing. And so adjustments will always have to be made, right? Maybe small ones, nothing big, or maybe big ones. Maybe you decide this is not what you want to focus on at all. Maybe a new need has popped up. Maybe that wasn't the need at all. Or maybe this is exactly the need. How's it going? What support do you need? And then the last check-in I have for you, and this is a big one, friends. Remembering that our intention with living in tune with ourselves, with honoring ourselves, is always so that we can be at ease in the moment, so that way we can be free of dis-ease, so that we can limit any inflammation within our body in any of our being so that we can just be more at peace that does not mean we are not experiencing stress that does not mean we are not experiencing challenges or heartache but at least more at ease as we navigate all that and so as you look ahead to fall 
whether you look at it from the fall season that begins, you know, mid to end September, or you look at fall as like when your summer schedule ends and you kind of go back to that normal schedule. So some of you may be looking at like mid-August. Some of you may be looking at like right after Labor Day in September. If you live in the U.S. and Labor Day is a thing for you. Um, what are your thoughts? What are your feelings? What are your concerns as you look ahead to fall, whatever that is for you? And being resourced for the next six months. Because since the end of December last year, we have been talking about being resourced this entire year. And this summer, our call is to expand, transform, and reap. Reap all of the goodness that we have planted and cultivated, nurtured, and nourished since the beginning of January or since maybe even last year. It's also a time to reset, to pause, to prepare for the rest of the year. And friends, my mission is for you to no longer be burnt out, for you to slow down the hamster wheel or get the fuck off of it, for you to not feel compelled to uphold systems of oppression because it's what you've always done because that's what you've been taught to do, right? To not feel chained to that, to be able to show up for yourself and honor yourself in a state of awareness and in a sustainable way, in a way that feels accessible to you and safe for you. Because the fall season is an, a typical mobile time that can feel very unsettled, especially for those of you who are Vata dominant, because it's a Vata dominant season. Even for those of you who are Pitta dominant, you know, because Vata can throw pitta out of whack, um, you know, and have you really pushing through in the name of achieving, um, in the name of perfection, um, very easily. It is a really wonderful time for kapha dominant folks, those of you who are calm and steady, um, to lean into the mobility of the season. Um, but it is also a time where we can tire ourselves out very easily. And so looking at this summertime, the rest of this summer as being a time of resourcing for yourself that will sustain you through the fall and not just till the middle of November, but so that you are not exhausted by the end of November or by the end of December, that you are a little bit more resourced than last year. It may not be what you need. It may not be the amount you need but at least hopefully it's better or different, more fruitful for you than last year so that we can make these small steps every single year. So what are your thoughts? What are your feelings? What are your concerns as you look ahead to the fall and being resourced for the next six months and how can you meet yourself there? How can you honor that? And remember friends, I'm here. I'm here in the Holistic Self-Care Collective. I'm here for you to answer any questions that you have. All you gotta do is reach out. I mean it. All you have to do is reach out. I always love to hear from you and how this information lands for you. What questions do you have? And remember, I'm always posting on social media support. If you're not on my email list, get on it because there's support there as well. Now, my friends, I have to also share, as this has been happening to me more and more recently, 
you know, the state of current affairs has like got me deep in my feelings and my thoughts, which in the last few weeks has really resulted in me being a little bit quieter, more introverted. And I'm honoring this need to be quiet and contemplative, um, you know, since the Supreme Court's ruling on affirmative action, like I've been really considering just my experience in the world, my work in the world. And something that has just been unwavering for me is, and very clear, is that the need for deconstructing, disrupting, and dismantling systems of oppression is necessary now more than ever. More than ever. And as I find myself getting more and more tired from the doing this work, what's also becoming clear, dire need, is that I take care of myself and lean on community care so I can keep going. It's bananas out there and it needs to stop. And so I know that I need to pause more. I need to rest more and differently, right? Exploring those different types of rests I keep talking about, physical, mental, emotional, social, spiritual, sensory, creative. And so I'm encouraging you to consider how you're feeling, how you want to feel and what support do you need to bridge the gap? Consider support in small ways and also big ways. What is it? What guidance or space holding do you need? What's one step you can take in the direction of how you want to feel or seeking out or saying yes to the support you need? As you know, I'm collaborating with my colleague and friend, Abiola Bala, in bringing you the Disruptors Leadership Academy in August. And this program is for and community is for leaders, professionals, and anyone committed to disrupting oppressive systems in their work, in their life. And it's for those who want to breathe new life into how they show up to disrupt and dismantle their systems, the systems and the way that's showing up in their work, in their workplace, while prioritizing self-care and creating a culture of community care. It's a 28-hour online program. We've intentionally designed 12 bi-weekly sessions so that you'll have guided facilitations and space to unfold and expand your learning, ask questions, discuss thoughts, and create actionable steps that you can start to implement after each session. You'll be given prompts to explore between sessions and we'll touch base on your progress as you begin to implement everything you're learning. We also have four dedicated 60-minute question and answer sessions throughout the entire program for more discussion. Applications for bursary or financial support close July 24th. You're encouraged to ask for what you need. And the final application deadline is August 4th because we begin on the 13th. You can get all the info and apply at https colon slash slash bit dot lee slash DLA 2023. Until next time, my friend, please be kind and gentle to yourself just as you would those who are most precious to you, whether that's a human, an animal baby, or a plant. I always love to hear from you. Friends, reach out. Let me know what is resonating for you. Let me know you want, what you want to hear about. I'm here for you. Besides, you know, talking about all the shit that bothers me. Please reach out and share. And if you've been loving the show, please share it with your nearest and dearest. And please leave a review or a rating. It helps people to figure out if this is the show for them. My friends, you are a badass. You are enough. Now go be your favorite self and be well. Humaning is a production of Steph Galante Self-Care, LLC. The show is produced by me, Steph Galante. You can find blog posts of some of the episodes on the episode page at stephgalante.com slash podcast, along with the transcript of today's episode and any other resources I shared today. If you're ready to create more aligned practices for yourself, head to stephgalante.com to learn more about creating a personalized self-care plan within the Holistic Self-Care Collective and coaching with me. You are a badass and you are enough. See you next time. Be well.